When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We are saving lives today. And uh, Wendy Capetz, who's a spokesperson for Memorial Blood Center and a long time ago motorcycle buddy of mine, just happens to be working here. So thanks, Wendy. I know. And you remembered that our first year on the air, we did a blood drive. Yeah, What's you guys your were type? Awesome. We were at the grand opening, opening. of this building. That's yep. right. And then we had the coffee cups forever. What's your type? What's your type? Mm-hmm. So, um, and we really, um, both Julie and I, I mean, the morning uh, uh, TV programs, like in January, started sounding the alarm about the real um, dramatic need for people to donate blood. And Julie and I were like, this seems like an easy thing for people to do. And then I came in in February, and I'd always been so afraid of doing it and it was so easy wendy oh yay yeah it is easy and one of our listeners came in earlier and it took her seven minutes to donate blood yeah see it doesn't take forever it really it really doesn't so why why are the blood banks down is it another thing of covid it is really partly because of covid yeah a lot of people are afraid you know they think if they go out they might be exposed and so they're worried about it but even before the pandemic hit, we were seeing declining numbers. Is and that because the your the age of your average person? It is. is. It? That's part of it. Absolutely. So our loyal, loyal donors who have been donating since they were in the service or in high school are getting to an age where they can travel wherever they want. Mm-hmm. So they might not be able to donate because of where they travel to because of malaria risk. Okay. They might be on medications or have health conditions that prevent them from donating. And then the other part of it is people just don't take the time like they used to. Some companies would give you time off from work in order to donate and pay you for it. Right. Now only the state of Minnesota does that. So if you work for the state, hey, you can come and donate on the clock. There you go. Oh, that's good to know. So. And what is the average age of the donors? Well, right now the average age is between 35 and 55 is probably our biggest group. Good. Um, There is a pretty big group above that, too. Um, But we have really been hit hard. And the reason why we were uh, asking about help in January, and it still continues, is because we haven't been able to hold very many blood drives. Because think about it. School went uh, remote. Mm -hmm businesses went remote and so where we normally would pull up a blood mobile and right. have a blood drive there's nobody there okay and so the 90 percent of first-time donors come to us on a blood drive and so our blood drives were cut by 50 percent wow and so we've had to ask people to come to us like here in st paul mm-hmm. on pelham 
and to our other donor centers to try to make up for those losses. And, you know, it's it's easier when we can go to them. Oh, right. 100%. Are blood drives, is that something that people, businesses can sign up for again now? Are we back to doing that? So we can, but we're, we're scheduling kind of far out because we have a, sh a staffing shortage as well, like many, many businesses who, do Who do you now. need to come and apply for a job here? We need phlebotomists. Oh, I love that word, phlebotomist. It's just like it feels good just rolling out of how your do you, mouth. How, what's the education behind a phlebotomist? So a phlebotomist is someone that we will give you training. We okay. give you eight weeks of training. It's paid. And you will learn to draw blood, do a venipuncture, and do other testing, give a mini physical to every donor who comes in. And you learn how to talk to people about how important it is for them to come in and donate regularly. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be a phlebotomist. You could just be a person who's yep. looking for a job, and then you come and you get trained and you get paid to do it. And then Absolutely. You and oh, every great. day you're helping save lives. Do we apply online at, where do we go? MBC.org. Memorial Blood Centers.org. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. All right. So back to, like, where are the, the shelves? Like, how much supply do you have? right now so as of today uh, we are urgent on RH negative blood so there are four blood types a B O and a B and then there's positive and negative of each of those and the ones that are RH negative there are fewer people who have RH negative blood and so those because there are fewer we are really low on those we're we're dangerously low we call it so it's like less than a two-day supply oh. and then on the RH positives we are urgent and so that would be O positive a positive I'm an a positive that's the second most common type mm -hmm. O positive is the most common and then O negative is what's called the universal blood donor. That's, that's what that's, you are. That's yeah. what I thought, Lori. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we always need O negative because there are never enough O negative donors. And that's the blood that can be given to a person in a trauma when they don't have time to find out what your blood type is. Got it. Okay. And so O positive and O negative are called the universal donors. Okay. So people that are my age um, can get. O positive blood because we're beyond childbearing and we are less likely to have a reaction. But O negative is what anybody can get, so an infant or a child. Mm -hmm. you, Lori. You've got the blood of gold. I know, you the do. blood of gold. <laughs> yes. And what happens um, to your blood after you donate? What, what sort of is the process? Yeah, so we're regulated by the FDA, and the FDA tells us what tests we have to do. They also tell us all the steps you, that the phlebotomists need to take when they're drawing your blood. Mm -hmm. And so when your blood is collected, it's put into a bag, and then that we have a lead manufacturing facility here. It goes from our donor room down the hall to what we call central. Like on a little conveyor belt or something? Oh, I love it, no. There's little Willy Wonka, you There's know. There's little that take it. Right, the Oompa Loompas. There are cards, but okay. someone pushes the cards. Okay, got it. So um, it goes to central receiving where we separate the tubes. So when you're giving blood, you know, they, it goes into the bag, but they also collect tubes to do the testing. And so the, the blood is separated into its components which are plasma that's the largest component of your blood mm -hmm. red blood cells and platelets and so we separate those in the lab and then we send those tubes for testing and we test for all of the things the FDA says which includes hepatitis and HIV and mm -hmm. um, any other things that the FDA tells us we have to test for mm -hmm. and then we get those results and we prepare the blood for 
sending to the hospital. So when a physician says, I need an O-neg stat, right. they're talking about a red blood cell. Got and it. that we have to separate what you donate into just the red cells. And then if a person is in a terrible accident and they need, have had a loss of blood, they get plasma. And so that's a separate product as well. It's separated in our labs. You also can donate special donations of just red cells, just platelets, and just plasma. I remember like in college, as a little fundraiser on the side for myself, I used to donate plasma. <laughs> yes. But that's a longer prices. Process, process. Yeah. prices. That's mm -hmm. price and process in one. <laughs> right. It's both. Uh huh. It's and both. so the process of donating platelets or plasma does take longer. And so if you do a double red cell, same thing. It's uh, through a uh, procedure called apheresis, which means to take away. So we take out the cells that we need and we return the others to you so that you um, don't have as much loss of volume. When you get paid to donate plasma, that can't be used for a transfusion. It has oh. to be sent for what's called further manufacturing. Yeah, and they so, get to test it for everything. Yep, okay. they yeah. get tested for everything. Yeah. Okay, so basically, the easiest, quickest thing is just to give blood. It's the fastest, it's the easiest. You get all three components. Yep. And it you doesn't take three that lives. Long. That's what they told me they, on average. That yep. with one right. donation, you've saved three lives. Yep, that's because of the red cells, the plasma, and the platelets. Oh wow! So yeah, that's really important. And does and, the blood go from here to then to the main hospitals? Or? Yeah. So we have vehicles out here that are called hospital services delivery vehicles. We have a lot of volunteers who help us. That they take the blood from here after it's been tested and prepared to the hospitals. Mm -hmm. And we have a regular schedule that that is sent to each of the hospitals that we serve. But if there's a stat, an alarm goes off in the department and they get a message across the internet and maybe a phone call, maybe a fax. Some yeah. hospitals still send faxes. Sure. Yeah. And then we send the product to where it's needed. Yeah. You know, I want to go back to, you said there's four blood types, A, B, O, and AB. Mm -hmm. But then you said we're really in need of RH negative. Right. So that just threw me off. So yeah. what okay. is RH negative? Is that an A or B or it can be any of those okay and so everybody's blood is an A a B an O or an AB okay and then you also would have an RH positive which means you have a protein on your blood type or you have an RH negative which means it, it's the protein is not there so you would only know that if you came in yep so after okay. you donate we run all the tests y yes. including what is your blood type right and we would tell you your blood type okay mm -hmm. got it yep wow. So there's and, really eight blood types. Okay, because I was just thrown off right. by the RH. I'm like, where was that yeah. on the yeah. list? Yeah, I'm taking notes. That's good. We're, okay, so good. you need phlebotomists and drivers. We do. Okay. We do. Okay, and and these are both paid positions. Yes. Okay, and we are at Memorial Blood Centers. If you want to stop by today, and of course you can sign up on um, our website today. We still have a page up. Awesome. And just click on it. Or go to mbcmemorialbloodcenters.org and you can sign up to donate right there. But it's good to know the information behind it. And Susan was on from some blood center about, I think, Lori, you were out. Yeah. Um, and she was telling us about the, the just the desperate need right now. It is. It's mm -hmm. desperate because if we don't have the blood, then what do the hospitals do? Right. So there have been times, including last week, when we had to send a message to our hospital saying, hey, you need to cut your inventory by 20% so that we have enough for everybody. And wow. so you only should order if you really need it. And okay. obviously we don't want to be in that position. Sure. No. During the pandemic, that was a daily occurrence where we had to say you have to cut it by 30% or whatever percent. 
And so when we have people coming in regularly, that helps us maintain an inventory. It's just like any other business, like a, a grocery. Sure. You know, yeah. if you don't know what's coming in, you can't supply mm-hmm. the people. How often can people give blood? So whole blood, the most common donation, which mm-hmm. took your friend seven minutes mm-hmm. with the needle in the arm, which yeah. is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that every 56 days. Okay. And what we like to say, what our medical director likes to say, is that you should try to donate once per season. Yeah. Because oh, that's right. really easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And if everybody who donates today would donate one more time a year, we would never have a shortage. Okay. Well, you're very inspiring. And <laughs> I know inspired it. us. And hopefully... People will think about it, you know, and just think I could do this pretty easily. It You've is. got six locations, yep. right? Okay, we got to wrap it up. We're okay, getting we text do. messages from Grant. Neither of us are looking at a clock right now. <laughs> um, thank you, Wendy. Thanks, thank Grant, for the so messages. Much. And when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Thanks, Grant. Yeah. We've got quite a few people here. If you're out and about, we are at the Memorial Blood Centers um, on Pelham Avenue, right? Pelham really? University, right yeah. off of 280 and 90. So easy. 94. 94, yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, if you wait long enough, everything comes back from the past. <laughs> My grandmother's boyfriend, Engelbert Humperdinck, who is a lively 86 years old, um, he is still with us and... Um, it is his turn, his hit, his 1968 hit, A Man Without Love, is like rising on the charts 54 years after it first appeared. It is featured in the Disney Plus show Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's, okay. which is a Marvel yes. movie. So much like, um, you know, our song that we like to sing, you know, by um, Rock Me Gently got... Andy, Andy, Andy Kim, Kim, Andy Kim, Kim. for um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. The same thing. Uh, a Man Without Love has like 16 million streams on Spotify. And um, Arnold George Dorsey is Engelbert Humperdinck's real name. And he will be 86 on May 2nd. And my grandma just loved everything about him, even though he was a younger man. Do I remember being young and saying... Engelbert Humperdinck and laughing like oh, it's oh yeah, such such a ding. That's so, I mean it was such a naughty word. But you know what I mean? Like who would give themselves that name? But he did right. And and apparently the real Engelbert was this the German composer of Hansel and Gretel, Gretel among other operas. And um, Engelbert, like um, Tom Jones, was renamed by his famous manager Gordon Mills, who obviously had a sense of humor. But we're going to take a listen to a man without love because. Now the young people have discovered Engelbert, and this is the song. No, none of us have watched this show, but if you've watched Moon Knight on Disney+, Plus, apparently this song is featured in a very prominent way, which is driving all the young people to who, it, who sings that song, because it's in that chorus that you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. So yeah, it's like at 16 million streams and just just uh since that show came out and that's a marvel show and you know when we watch it it, we'll we'll go oh that's engelbert we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A man without love, and it's off of his live album um that he put out in 68 so yeah it's that's sweet de- that's dedicated to my mom's mom she just loved engelbert she and just, what what she was grandma, a, was she grandma fudge no that's the uh, lib libby um mm-hmm. my mom's mom but yeah he had a big mane of hair you know and i think he's st- i mean he was just at mystic like a couple years ago i think you're right about that yeah blue and lavender haired crowd oh. at mystic <laughs> And you know, that was like when Casey and I on our first, um, not our, well, it was a date, like when the first month of dating and I was working at the Star Tribune and I got tickets to go see Tony Bennett Mm -hmm. and Casey and I were by far the youngest people at the, at Mystic. And of course this is like 23 years ago. So, but he was so good and you know, he was only in his, uh, you know, He would have been in his early 70s. 70s, Yeah, yeah. and it was just amazing, amazing show. And we both were like, is this corny that we're going to Tony Bennett? No, I'm so glad I did. No. I remember for a while there, you were trying to see everybody who was older. Oh. Because you're like, this is going to be the last time. Oh, I know. Ray Charles died like two months before he was supposed to play at Orchestra Hall or something Don Rickles. Don Rickles. You were supposed to see. Johnny um, Cash. Yeah. I mean, there were quite a You got to see your legends when you can. Yeah. You know, but um, anyway, yeah. So that's just I wanted to bring the uh-huh. Engelbert, a man without love. And, and if you're watching that Moon Knight, you'll know the song. You will. And when we come back, we've got Kathleen West with us, a local author that has wrote an amazing book. You're going to want to hear all about it. We are live at Memorial Blood Centers. It's time for a, another chapter of the Low J Book Club. We're delighted, Kathleen West, who. We're fans of her books, uh, Minor Dramas and Other Catastrophes, and Are We There Yet has joined us for her latest book, Home or Away. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And you zipped over here from uh, Visitation in Mendota Heights. You got here fast. Yes, I was very focused on getting here on time for my Lori and Julia. Do I say hi? Yes, hi to my Visitation students and all their parents. I love working there. Really fun. Oh, and Kathleen, you're such a good writer. And your latest book, Home or Away, Describe what this story is about. Give us the setup. Okay, thank you. Um, Homer Away is about two women who were on the cusp of making the 2002 Olympic hockey team. And one of them makes it and one of them doesn't. And the main character, Lee, is the one who doesn't make it. And after she fails in that biggest moment of her life, she throws hockey away and leaves everyone in the sport behind um, and moves to Florida and doesn't tell her husband or anyone exactly what happened at the selection camp, keeps a lot of secrets from that, until her son Gus wants to get back into the sport and they move back to Liston Heights, which is my fictional version of Edina. To, I was gonna say, is that Edina Liston <laughs> Heights? Sure okay. To get him his best shot at being elite himself. And a hockey player. Hockey player. Yeah, mm-hmm. a hockey player. And um, what inspired you to write this story? You know, I love sports and I love sports culture um and i think it's a very big part of parenting culture in the united states so yes it is yeah and i like to think about that and 
and think about how parents respond to their children's um, successes and failures. That's really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And I was also really interested in looking at somebody who had been so singularly focused on a goal and then what happens when your entire life has been wrapped up in that goal and you don't get it. That was a kind of interesting idea to me. Yeah, and and, and the fact, the secret that she's not honest with people about what happened she's not really sure in fact her she's a cloudy memory of her part and blames herself when really yeah, this it, coach is not that nice of a guy no it's not too big of a spoiler to just say that an assistant coach on the u.s hockey team which leah has been on for the the year before the mm -hmm. olympic selection camp tells her that if she sleeps with him then she'll make the team so yeah. she does it. And at the time, she's 21 years old and thinks that she's making all of her own choices and in sure. control of her own destiny. But then later, she finds out that there's been an official complaint lodged against this coach and more women have had the same experience. And she kind of has to look at what that means for her and her identity. It's, and she never told her parents or her husband about what happened. Right. Oh, that keeping secret mm -hmm. business is really intense and of course the coach the hockey world is small in minnesota that part is true yes and when she comes back to liston heights jeff her former coach is on the board of liston heights heights youth hockey and her former teammate is a coach on the team and has a daughter on the team yes. so she's right back into the world that she left. yeah and you know it's interesting too because the hockey um it's intense and the hockey i remember um casey told me his son was interested in hockey it was between hockey and basketball and he steered him so hard to basketball because he's like i was a single father i couldn't afford it well that it's is intense what, it is and some people ask me like why hockey for this book and one reason i picked that sport is i think it does have an extra layer of intensity around it in part because you can't be good at it unless you start skating when you're really little so you yeah. have to be all in very young in mm -hmm. order to kind of advance to the elite level, which I think puts pressure on parents and kids even more. Right at nine. Yeah. Nine years old. And, and so, well, I'm thinking that too, because I lived in Edina when my kids were little, and I we just bought a cabin, and I'm like, oh, skiing, snowmobiling, or hockey. I'm like, I wanted them to learn how to skate because I love skating, but I'm like, oh. Uh, don't even. We're not going to really encourage that. that right? I mean, it's the only sport because my kids were sporty, and I was just like, eh. Yeah, I think it's true. And I kept my older son out of hockey for that same reason. And then when he was in third grade, like, it was clear that he just wanted to play so badly. So mm -hmm. I it's let him so start. Fun. Yeah, it's really fun. And I felt like I was crushing his dreams. So I let him start. And then my younger son started at the same time. So my younger son still plays. He's yeah. really into hockey. He's a goalie. Okay. Oh, I dated the goalie. So, I, so, I have oh, such fond memories oh, of does. the goalies. I I'll, still, to this day, love the smell she, of a duffel bag. She really does. A hockey duffel she's, bag. She's ridiculous. <laughs> she did date the goalie. Yeah. Scott. Well, you Scott were so good. You were such a good... Definitely. It was such a... I thought it's the most manly thing besides, like, the forwards, you know? I like the I guess. Idea. I mean, I appreciate watching sports, and I like sports, but being a goalie mom, I find to be incredibly oh, yeah. anxiety-producing. Oh, yeah. I couldn't stand that. No, mm -hmm. I don't... It's really, like a pitcher mom, too. Yeah, I know? just pace in the back pretty yeah. much, and I hold my crystals. Yeah. And oh gosh. <laughs> that's Kathleen. that. <laughs> if you're just joining us, we're with Kathleen West, and her new book is Far Home, Home and, and Away. Away. Gosh. All right, so you have always written from the perspective of a child in all of your books. And the one was about elite education, you know, and so in your teacher. Is that a hard place for you to come from at all, or does it just kind of feel like it's part of what you do? 
I think that something that I have that is like special or sets me apart is that ability to write from kids' perspectives. And I think it does come from my 20 years in education. Um, in this book, I have a nine-year-old. That's the youngest I've gotten as a point-of-view character. All three books are told from multiple points of view. Mm -hmm. So you get you're in the head of one character for each successive chapter. Um, I have a lot of fun writing from the kids' points of view. One thing I think is really fun about it is hearing what the children think of their parents and the parents' actions and how they interpret the parents' kind of scheming. Do do they see it? Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah, it's they so, we are so transparent to kids. Isn't it amazing? Yes. So, and, yeah. And I just want to say... Um, love the book, Lori. Like, yeah, so very, good. Very, 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 very I mean, I read it in like two days, and she's a bragger that way. Yeah, I'm not meaning to be a bragger, <laughs> but it was a page turner. Yeah, <laughs> and um, one of the things too I thought was interesting is that Leah is like you know 41 in the novel. So when she started playing hockey, you know, she, they played with. I mean, it was the girls' hockey wasn't really established. You played with the boys, and so. She, she and Susie, the other uh, woman, they're kind of on that cusp of in between two hockey worlds. Yeah, I really liked that aspect of, of choosing hockey for these women too because in the 1990s, that's when I was in high school, and 1994 was, I think, the first year of girls' hockey in mm -hmm. Minnesota. So these women would have grown up playing with boys, and they would have already had that kind of um, mentality about having to set themselves apart. Try harder. Yeah, be try tougher. harder, be tougher. Really, Don't complain. Right, all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's wrapped up in how they go about um, being on the team. And another thing that was really fun about doing this book was that I got to interview a couple Olympians. Oh, you did? Yes. Um, and I loved talking to them. I just assumed that Olympians would be the most intense people I'd ever talked to, and it's true. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, it only makes sense because like they're trying to be the best in the world at yeah. something and something that takes all of their physicality and all of their mentality and so, only every four years. Yes. <laughs> right. And everything has to be focused on it. I, one of my former students plays for the Gophers and she's an aspiring Olympian. And she said that her coaches always tell her it's, it's not what happens on the ice. It's every moment of your life in between practices. Like, everything has to be focused on that goal. That's so intense. So intense. And then you talk about when it doesn't happen. Yes. And, and the letdown. And who am I now? And what's my identity? Exactly. That's the crux of the book. Yeah. And it's oh. just, yeah, it is really good. Although a couple times I was just ready to reach through the pages and strangle Lee. Oh, because <laughs> she's just having, she's talked herself into a story of what happened and she's at fault. Yeah. It takes her a really long time to see that yeah. being taken advantage of. She's quite hard on herself for her 21-year-old self. Yeah, she is very hard on herself. And I think part of it is that she just never thought of herself as a victim. Mm -hmm. And in order to accept that she had been a victim, it requires like a total shift in her self-conception. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big price to pay. Like if you think you're tough and you think you're strong and then you admit that something happened to you that, that you didn't have control over She's, I don't think she's quite ready to go there. And it was a story she told herself so that she could move forward and be right. successful in this other, you know, uh, equity, what, it, what she does next after the Olympics. And we do tell ourselves stories to move on. Yeah, she's packaged it up and moved forward. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and she's intense in every aspect of her life. And I think that's okay. That was one thing I really yeah. appreciated about talking to these women who had been Olympians. Like... They don't apologize for the focus that they had and the drive for success. And I think 
it's really cool to see someone who can put everything into something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not judging it at all. I'm admiring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and what's happening with any of your books? With is Nicole Kidman or Reese? Do we need to get after yes, these people? Could you please, okay, launch a social media campaign. Yeah, petition. Let's go. I mean, don't you, you think? The, <laughs> yes. I mean, the hockey one could be Bill Polad, River Road Productions. Right. It's got to be filmed here. Well, I do think <laughs> this one. I mean, I like all of the books. This one, I think, would have a great hook. For it people. would, and I'm hoping it has some momentum, like. Um, someone will read it and then pass it on to like all their friends, hockey mom or soccer mom friends, yes. you know. We work with Brooke, who's a hockey mom, and she's okay. like, she's like, I cannot wait to read this. Excellent. And so she got the book today, so Good. she's very happy. And Mary over here came early to get a book. Maybe I you're going to sign it for her. But mm-hmm. we, we, I know you support our local bookstores. So oh, absolutely. Remember, you can order from yes. your local bookstore yes, and you they'll can. mail it just like Mr. Jeff will mail it. Yes, no. they will. <laughs> they totally will. Okay, and, they do that very same thing. And and Kathleen, um, we have to ask you, like, what's been the last favorite book that you've read from someone else? Okay, well, now I'm just going to tell you that before the Oscars, I read Will Smith's autobiography. Okay, Will, and I loved it. I listened to the audio. I hated it. Really? I, I hate how he says it is. I she I didn't like his enunciation, delivery, the delivery. I couldn't stand he it. Read, he read the book. Yes, I listened to it with him reading it, and I had Same. the total opposite okay, thing. Okay, isn't funny? Well, this is the truth about books: is that like two smart people who are good readers can have completely different, completely opinions. different opinions. Yes, mm-hmm. so that. That's one I read recently. And then I also read this book called This Might Hurt by Stephanie Robel. I think you two would really like it. It's complicated. It has a dual timeline and it's about like a cult leader. Ooh. And you kind of see like... I feel like, like we've heard about I this one. I feel like we... Is yeah. this a hot book that's it, coming out? I think it's hot. Okay. It I, has a green cover with a broken plate. Okay. This might hurt. This might hurt. Yeah. It's deferable. Mm-hmm. Kathleen, we love seeing you. We love that you live here. We love that you wrote Home and Away. Uh, hockey or sports parents or anyone who's played a sport. It's just really an exciting story. Thank just you. Just parents about yeah. the competitiveness yeah. of the parent and the child and where do you separate. I mean, you hit it all and you rave, rave, rave reviews for your book too. It has gotten really good reception. I think you will like it if uh, you read it. I'm I pretty think sure. you will too. If people have book sure. clubs, do you? Oh, I do. I go to book clubs. I've been to a bunch of them in the last several years. If you live in the Twin Cities and how, you want me to come. How do we get a hold of you? Go to my website and it has my email address and you can write me an email or send me a DM on Instagram at Kathleen West. Okay. And that's Kathleen with a K, Kathleen yep. West. Yeah. If you Google Kathleen West author, okay. it will all come up. That's so nice, isn't it's it? It's so <laughs> nice to see you. And it's thank so you for coming you. here. You're, you're an avid... Um, proponent of giving blood as well yes i'm o positive and that is the most common blood type so they always need my blood and i always tell people it's like getting a zillion gold stars every time you come here they like thank you a million times for coming they compliment your veins they tell you how nicely you bled for them and then they give you a snack and a coke and you get to go home so it's a win-win oh kathleen thank Thank you you and we'll talk to you next year because i bet you have a book coming out i don't have one next year but I am going to come in and stock you at the fair. Okay, in a nice promise. Way. In a nice okay, day. and right. we've got two copies to give away. Keith Urban, he opened the CMTs last night singing Wild Hearts. And Wild Heart, I love that song. And he just brought the energy to the opening of that. It and was fantastic. Yeah, this is a show that's always in Nashville. And, um, it was, uh, you know, I did a lot of fast forwarding, Julia. I'm oh, not going to lie. I'm not going to lie either. I stopped and screamed when I saw Naomi Judd and her Elvira 
hairdo wig that she had going on. That was really something. I, I mean, <laughs> it was like, did Elvira dye her hair pink? No, wait, no. that's Naomi Judd. It looked like almost a B-52 hive, but in like made to look like natural hair with a turban-esque. Yes, yes. It was the most wild. Be- the colors between Naomi Judd's skin color, her... She's alabaster. White teeth. Yes. And her hair, the fire fire red. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the mom, I'm just like, oh my gosh, but they're going out on tour, the Judds. Yeah, and, yeah. And they sang a little less. My night. mom. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mom and I saw the Judds like six years ago in Vegas. I remember. Uh, Weren't they good? They were fabulous. They hadn't played in a long time. and This is an opportunity if people want to see it. Yeah, so I think we posted the uh, red carpet of the CMTs. Um, Carrie Underwood had an amazing Dolce & Gabbana kind of snakeskin violet dress, but she had tragic shoes on. And um, let's see. That dress would have... What would that have worked with? Like a, she needed a sandal, yeah. not a closed toe pump. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and she did like they were like, oh, she's going all pink and she's going to do Cirque du Soleil and she sang her ghost song and she just sat in the thing and did one spin. I'm like that. that that's not pink. Pink or like pink would perform props for her and yeah. sing through the whole thing. She just kind of because I'm like, why is she in a one legged pajama suit and barefoot? I was wondering the same. It was because she sat you in the lasted through the whole performance. Yeah. I I fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to see what she was going to do. Why she was barefoot? And there, I thought, oh, they got to show at least one of her good legs. One of my favorite part was when um, Faith Hill came out with the gal from 1883, it, Isabel May. She is gorgeous. Stunning. Yeah, she really is. And just in faith, they were beautiful. Yeah, I mean was... the fashions were fun. A lot of um, uh, blazers with bell-bottom rhinestone pants, flared pants, flared you guys. Pants. The bigger yep. the bell, the better. That's what we can take from fashion. If anything is to be um, taken away from fashion, last night the country ladies have busted out the big bell-bottom pants. The black pumas were there, and oh, I thought... Oh, that was so good that with was Mickey what, Guyton, yeah. and they did that their song, Colors. That was a great... And they opened for the Rolling Stones, the oh, black pumas right. here, and, and they we were saw just them at, at the, the black Basilica. party last yeah, summer. They're really yeah. good. That was a good... I like that mashup. There was too much Lady A. Why do they get so much time? They always do. Oh, my gosh. And uh, they don't give out a lot of awards, nope. so that's kind of nice. It's like, yeah. Performance, performance, and you can skip a, skip around. And Kelsey Ballerini sang her new song, which is kind of a little bit of pop confection. Heart first. Yes, you it was played good. It? We played it last Friday. Yeah. And she, was, she had to be broad... She was hosting from home, so she kept changing. She was did. I thought it was cute. It how was she cute. tried to make it work because she tested positive for COVID yeah, yeah. and has been practicing and practicing forever for right, this. Right, right. So, and Gail King showed up. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Gail showed up in her, it's, her it's pink pantsuit. Everyone was wearing the pantsuits. Yeah, and uh, you yeah. would look good in that because you've got the long, skinny legs. Julia, I saw your mom today, and I haven't seen her since before Hawaii. Oh. And she's like, 
you've gotten taller. How have you gotten taller? And I, I, I'm like, I haven't gotten taller. I promise you. Lost, you like I, 10 pounds. I don't know if but I lost 10 pounds. It but makes you look taller. Does it make you it look does. taller when you've lost weight? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. But That's yeah. why I'm shrinking. She's like, taller. I shrunk. Taller, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, I think you're shrinking, Jan. Oh, no. Oh. So we bought some shoes, or she bought some shoes, oh, and your mom loves these shoes that look like bowling shoes that have a lot of orthopedic support. And we were on the Dansko website, and she ended up getting a pair of her bowling shoes. But in, do you remember a French burnt peanut? Yes. Remember those knobby yes. that was from Brock's? Like and Boston, Bro- Boston baked, baked beans. beans. Yes. Hard to eat, yes. but it was that, that color. color. And she, we thought, oh, that's going to be good for spring. You know. Okay, so my mom is maybe 5'2". Right? She used to be taller. She used to be my height right, when I met her. Everyone shrinks when we age. And she might weigh 105, maybe. Right. And she's really a little person in her... Gunboats. She's, she's got, got gun a boats. nine size nine foot. And so for her to get that foot out... Nine and a half and to flip, ten. It's a nine quad. A, a Nine A-A-A-A. The skinniest foot. She used to have to order shoes on. <laughs> they look like hamburger buns. No, they look like hot dog buns, like the but, foot-long hot dog But buns. her legs are so skinny, and she's so teeny, and her feet are just so big, and then she buys burnt orange. I love it. <laughs> Color of the spring, Jan. Right. Mom, if you're listening, she'd be laughing. Yeah. Well, well I said you laughing. can't buy any more blue. How many blue bowling shoes do you I know. need? And, Let's and, get a and, color. And how many miles did you put on your last 10 pairs? Yeah, I know. She's like uh, the elusive, like we used to be she with loves, little black dresses. We would have like, you know, 20 of them in our closet. It's so cute. That I'm glad you went over there. She's yeah. Darling. And all she wanted was a Vidalia sweet onion. And oh, I'm going to forget our lady's name. Savannah, I think. Um, I'm getting a sweet Vidalia for your mom, but the onions at Trader Joe's are all mixed up, so she showed me you got to read the label. Turns out she's listened to us since day one. Oh, stop. Day oh, stop. one, because she used to because listen to the old Because mom said Lori's country. coming over today with an onion. With a Vidalia. Had to have <laughs> a sweet onion, and then, and then I bought her some caramels and some peanut butter-filled pretzels. And she's like, I don't know if I can eat those. I said, suck the Just salt suck off, them. and it'll They're get nice the and soft. And They're the best. They're such a that good That is snack. what you do with that one. You suck the salt off, and then just get it soggy a yeah. little bit. And then, it'll, and then it'll I gave her vegan. some caramel, oh. you know, the Trader Joe's, but the little ones, not those. The the big fat ones mm-hmm. could take out a possibly a crown oh, I if know. you're not careful with those I'm eating things. very stale bit of honey's. That I bought a bag. Oh, you did? For energy, but they're so stale, I'm worried I'm going to lose it. Oh, yeah, you could lose totally it. break a molar or something. Yeah. We also posted uh, Rihanna's on the cover of the May issue of Vogue, talking about, um, you know, just there was no way in hell she was going to shop maternity clothes. Because she's Rihanna. She's Rihanna, <laughs> and she's just, uh, you know, didn't... didn't. Um, I love how she's redefining how you can look. Yeah. I kept sending them to Brittany. Yeah, she doesn't want to do... Pregnant. I'm like, cr- Brittany, wear this out tonight. Yeah, <laughs> she hasn't even bought a pair of baby booties, but she's hired a night nurse because our friends in New York told her you got to hire a night nurse. That They're is hard to so find. decadent. Isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Yes. No, But kidding. I'm going to do it all on my own. Yeah, I know. I love it. <laughs> anyway. I, okay, we're live amazing. from Memorial Blood Centers on Pelham Avenue. If you're in the neighborhood, stop by or at least maybe sign up and give some blood.